Aren't you tired of the same content, the same subjects, the same phrases, the same delivery? It's weird at this point. Media Den wants to change that. You deserve a platform that will give you variety and a high-quality audio experience. And you can't forget a timely show. Media Den provides short-form podcasts that trim the fat without destroying the details. Now, you don't have to feel committed to what everyone else is talking about. Just niche shows that won't just interest you, but save time. Stay up to date with all of our shows by subscribing anywhere you get your podcasts. Media Den Network. It's all in the content. This episode is brought to you by Only the Real Entertainment and Media Den Productions. That I slipped on music, I knew it would work. Kept records of the sleepers. I was something like a clerk, real rap. Just in case you all forgot, I still rap. Pray to God, real talk, but you'll never forget. As soon as I shake your hand, understand that I am the realest one out here that you have ever done met. Yeah, shout out to the fans, do my plans like I can't control my paper, real talk. I'm forever in debt. Do the math like how far I'm truly coming proper, cause a brother still raps, don't you ever uh-oh, uh-oh, back again with another episode, episode 34. Um, Obviously, you're hearing a different voice right now. It's Cam, um, you know, owner of Media Den, but here, you know, of course, I'm I'm stepping here. You know, I got to I gotta push up on the podcast right quick with my boy Rilla <laughs> to go ahead and talk some real hoops on a real day but Sir. this time we're gonna do a little uh we're gonna shake it up a little bit um Sir. i'm gonna be doing moderation now you know and perhaps it might be a permanent thing perhaps it might be a temporary thing who knows um but for now we're just gonna do what it do right now uh so we're just gonna get right into the topics we're not even gonna waste any time with the topics because to be honest it's been a very very uh <laughs> Huge <laughs> shenanigan filled week. I must say, it's been filled with plenty of shenanigans. But before we actually, before we get into topics, Rilla, how are you doing? How has your day been? I mean, what's what's talk, talk to the people right now, man? I'm lovely right now. Um, content with my heat, work is straight, life is straight. I'm breathing, my dog's breathing, my family good. I'm good, man. Good, and we can we can get into the heat, you know, real soon if we want. But we have more important uh, things to uh, <laughs> to go over. So let's get right into it. So the biggest topic that's going around online in yep. the hoop world right now, yes, sir, is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay, so I'll just break it down. <laughs> I'll just break it down, right? Okay, so we had the confrontation between Giannis and the Indiana Pacers for the game ball. So Giannis is playing, well, the the Milwaukee Bucks is playing uh, the Pacers, but forget the Milwaukee Bucks right now. We're talking about Giannis right now. So Giannis has a career night and pretty much a franchise night. You know, knocking down, what, 61, 62, 63, 64, 60,000 points. It doesn't even matter. He scored a lot of points, a lot of free throws, but a lot of points, nevertheless. Um, And there was a huge confrontation that happened between him and the Indiana Pacers where he felt as though he was supposed to get the game ball for his franchise and career night versus the Indiana Pacers felt like, uh, their rookie was supposed to get the game ball for uh, scoring his first basket. So 
What does Rilla think about the whole confrontation? Was that even warranted what uh, Giannis did? And if you was in that situation, what would you do? They call Giannis Mr. Stand on Business, bro. Let me tell you. We don't know the rookie name. We're trying to look him up. I hate I hate to be the bearer of bad news, my brother. We don't need you. We don't know you, family. This is Giannis, right? Giannis, first off, one of the top five best players in the league. This is 64 points. This is not no, you know, 30-point game. He averages 30-something anyways. So this is a franchise. This is a franchise record. This is 64 points. This is one of the top 10 performances scoring-wise ever in the history of basketball. And you mean to tell me you're going to give it to the rookie that nobody knows? And we cover hoops and we don't know you, bro. I'm sorry. I hate to be very bad news. I'm getting dynasties to crash out for me. I'm crashing out. I'm getting the whole Milwaukee Bucks again. This is 64 bones. I'm probably not going to get this. I'm probably not going to top this ever. And you trying to give it to this rookie? Nah, nah, nah. We're going to rush the locker room. We're going to come back out. I'm going to bully Tyrese Halliburton since he's our best player. And yeah, we're going to stand on it. You feel me? First off, y'all tried to tackle me, right? My brother, y'all, y'all had, to hold, had the whole bench covered for my brother, Thanos. You saw the clip, Cap? You know what I do for my blood brother. We we play ball with my blood brother before. I'm I'm doing what Thanos is. I'm crashing out. I'm sorry. Don't know the rookie name. I feel the story from the bottom of my heart. I'm gonna be frank with you. I don't know how long you're gonna last in this league, but I don't know if I doubt you're gonna have a Giannis career. Get that game ball up, bro. Get, yeah, get, get, come come over here. Give it up. I'm crashing out. That's what I'm doing. Fully crashing out. Ooh, well, that's pretty harsh, but you know it, it is what it is. Um, the next thing on the list. So we got Draymond Green. Um, yo, I, I'm not even gonna lie. Draymond Green has to be probably one number one or number two funniest NBA player right now. <laughs> right now. So I do wanna ask. After Draymond Green's incident with Yusuf Nurkic where he spun around and punched him in the face, whether he did it intentionally or not, he says it's unintentional, but the camera shows otherwise. Should Draymond Green be in the UFC instead of the NBA? I think he'd cash out. You you know what I'd do if I'm Draymond? Hey, yo, Vince McMahon. Hey, man, we can can really get a bag, Vince. We can really get a bag right now. Yeah, I'm out right now. You feel me? They're saying definitely. I don't got to go back. But see these M's, though? We can make them right now. Who you want? We can get the Undertaker, Cena, all the OGs. Vince McMahon. Vince, what you doing? Vince, what's up? I'm your guy. I'm the new Booker T. I'm the guy. What's up? That's what I'm doing if I'm Draymond. He got to go to another sport. I don't know what's going on with him. Is the, is, the, is the next Brother, move for Draymond WrestleMania at this point? 1,000%. I'm, 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 getting, I'm getting Undertaker on the phone. I'm, I'm cashing out. Yeah, yeah, you'll get a bag in the UFC. <laughs> hey, listen, we'll go ahead and open up Celebrity Boxing for him right now, ladies and gentlemen. He'll get right. I don't know who we need to put in the boxing ring with him because he's 6'6", 2-something. The average human being probably will get smoked. But we'll find him somebody. He'll, somebody need to get in the ring with him. Don't know where this aggression coming from. I'm hearing Rasheed Wallace and in, in, in the 2004 Pistons are responsible I don't know. He's spinning and and he's kicking and choking and trying to punk Anthony Edwards. And if you don't want to be on the court, bro, you could just you could just slide, bro. Cause he 
the way that you're doing it, Draymond Green is too smart of an individual basketball wise to for him not to know what the hell he's doing. I'm, I don't I don't subscribe to that. You know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly who to take off. You know exactly who to step to and step on. That's how I feel. I think he need he needed that indefinitely. You seen the Yurk? If you seen you seen the Yurk, there's no shit. Uh, uh, mean that's flying around. <laughs> that brother needs some help. <laughs> <laughs> Give my dog some counseling. UFC, I don't know if you're doing AEW, WWE. I say get Vince on the phone and and, and make your bread that way. Cause you, you <laughs> we just talked about crashing out with honest. You, 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 <laughs> oh my God. You standing, spinning, sitting, everything on business, bro. You you doing that off the court now with the with the suspension. That's this what, is that's so this is a, a WrestleMania game, right? A WrestleMania video game. You got a WWE game, and you're doing career mode right now. Create a wrestler, and Draymond Green is there on the career uh, create a wrestler carousel. How do you create Draymond Green to be the ultimate wrestler at that point? What's his What's his wrestling name? What's his costume and all? His finishing move? What's What's Draymond Green's finishing wrestling move? The finisher wrestling move. We're going to call it the G-Cho. Pause. We're going to call it the G-Cho. You want to know why it's the G-Cho? You see what he did to Rudy Gobert. Yeah, go to bed. You know what they're going to do? Tap out right in and out. Yeah. We're going to tap right, right in and out. Yeah. We're going to call him Trench Baby Green. Trench Baby Green. That boy from Michigan. Yeah. Trench Baby Green with the green shorts with the thunder at the bottom of the shorts. And he got, yeah, the G-Cho. Yeah. He, he putting them out. He putting them out to sleep. You ain't got nothing on Trayvon, man. Ain't got nothing on Trayvon. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So let's get so let's get into even more crazy buffoonery. So John Morant has been uh, suspended for almost a full 25 games. And there's been a lot of clips going around on the internet with his uh, court case. So with John Moran coming back and, you know, reports saying that he'll be addressing the media uh, on Friday, which is today. Um, yep. Does he have enough time to get the Grizzlies back in contention when he gets back? Nah, he, he need to go to the Grizzlies front office to say, all right, who we drafting? Who y'all looking at the draft? Can we get a lottery pick? This is the West we talking about, ladies and gentlemen. The top 10 teams, I don't think they're moving barring injury. Uh, the Warriors look like a sham- shambles of themselves, and they're part of the top 11. So to pretty much sum it up, you're looking at the Lakers, Clippers, Kings. Um, you're looking at Dallas. You're looking at, um, give me some more names. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Dallas, Minnesota, uh, OKC. These are teams that you got to, compete with and I don't see nobody moving from that spot. I don't even think they could make the play in because Houston looks good. You get John Morant back, what big is he playing with? Triple J, I know you dropped for your 40 ball, but it's been less than stellar for you. You you're gonna get easier shots with John on the floor, but you don't got a five man to back you and you're notoriously known for getting in foul trouble. I just think the roster um isn't equipped to make that type of run the 2023 20, Lakers run if you may 
I don't think they're equipped to make that type of run. They're cooked. I'm looking at the front office like, all right, bro, let's watch some college basketball because we're going to get a nice pick. Yeah, ain't no way. 25 games, you really got to play away in the shape. It takes normally 15 to 20 games, so you're looking at half the season gone at that particular point in time, and then all-star break comes. And you, what if you say you have your rhythm during all-star break, then you have to relearn your rhythm? I just think John Morant does the pack a lot for the Memphis Grizzlies, but I don't think it's going to be big enough to make leaps and bounds over those teams that I mentioned. And I'm, I'm leaving out a few as well that the Memphis Grizzlies just not constructed better than and just frankly are not better than at this point in juncture. Cool. So speaking about the 2023 Lakers. Yes, sir. We have Zach Levine trade uh, mill going on right now. Zach Levine is injured, um, mm-hmm. and uh, he's been reported to be injured all the way up until around January, which it ironically is around the time when pretty much majority of the league is eligible for trades. And, yeah. of course, you know, the media is always going to push a lot of trades on the Lakers, but reports came out saying that Zach Levine – Reportedly wants to go straight to the Lakers on some wow. Damian Lillard type situation. So wow. is that necessary for the Lakers? Is a Zach Levine trade necessary for the Lakers to get back into contention? And if it does happen, does that make the Lakers instant contenders, if not already? Absolutely not. It does not make them uh, contenders. Uh, Laker Nation, and speaking to you and other Lakers fans that I've known, uh, the 2020 team is near and dear to your heart, and you guys pretty much blew it up for a star, in, or what we presume was a star in Russell Westbrook at that particular point in time, and we saw the effect that had. Now, granted, Zach Levine is you know much younger, um, a, you know a streakier shooter from three. Um, now, is is what attitude is he bringing? I'm looking at his attitude with the Chicago Bulls and how aloof he seems. Granted, you know, the front office has tried to put pieces around him. It hasn't quite worked out, but they've tried. Um, I'm looking at his attitude from that standpoint. I'm looking at the young guys who are on cheaper contracts for the L.A. Lakers, who's playing phenomenal defense, and a Cam Reddish, a Vando who just, you know, signed a deal over the offseason who plays phenomenal defense for you guys, Um, you know, and, you know, one of those guys more than likely will have to go. Um, Austin Reeves, who's found his his niche off the bench. Um, you know, D'Angelo Russell, you know, he comes and he gives you what he gives you, and he's more committed defensively than I've seen him ever before. I think it's not necessary to, you know, not necessary to get a Zach Levine. That doesn't mean you don't retool during the trade deadline. However, you do not need to land big fish. Um, and my point, it's, 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 Zach Levine is a top, I don't know, what do you give him, top 20, top 25? Ish, you know, but he's not a immediate life changer where he said, okay, we get him, all bets are off. We're, you know, walking through the West. It's not the case for me. I'm Rob Palinka. I stay home. I try to retool differently, maybe get additional shooting, additional defense on the wing. Um, the size is working well for you guys with Christian Wood um, and Jackson Hayes and those guys. Um, and AD's playing phenomenal basketball. So if I'm Rob Palinka, no, thank you, Zach Levine. Keep it pushing. Mm. Mm. On with more Lakers. Um, the Lakers is in San Antonio, you know, uh, for a weekend, just like they do every year. And they play San Antonio back-to-back uh, while they're in San Antonio. And their first game against San Antonio, and specifically against Victor Wembanyama, 
Uh, Anthony Davis and Victor Wembanyama went head to head. Anthony Davis drops a cold 37 points on his dome, but Victor didn't back down. He had 30 himself. He had like 30 and 14. But what's really important is how clutch he was down the stretch. The wow. Lakers had pretty much was dominating them throughout the whole game until Wemby decided that, hey, um, I'm seven five. So yeah. Uh, let me go ahead and knock down these threes mm-hmm. and do a couple posters here and there. Mm-hmm. He uh, ended off the game with six blocks. So I do want to ask because uh, AD did say that he is definitely a generational talent in his uh-huh. eyes uh, mm-hmm. for the future. So right. what is Victor's career ceiling? Um, I think he comes... He's going to be probably be mainly a four. I think he's definitely can be one of the top five greatest power forwards to ever take a breath in the league. Um, man, I'm looking at him in that fourth quarter. He's knocking down threes. He was really one free throw away from tying the game. And he, it's very important what I'm about to say. He looked like he didn't give a damn who Anthony Davis was at one point in time in the game. I'm, rookies, they usually get starstruck with the guy who's Anthony Davis. You're a top 75 player. You're an all-NBA player. You're a top 10 player in the league. You're a champion. You you know what I mean? You're probably going to win defensive player of the year this year. You've won at every single level. Probably the most accomplished guy for his age. And Victor looked like he ain't give a damn. <laughs> That's what's most important to me. Outside of the, the generational talent, he looked like he don't care about nothing except basketball. Uh, and if you hear him in his interviews, he's a still young man. I'm pretty sure he's not going to get in the trouble. And he looks like he's going to commit in terms of his physical attributes. You see when he rolled his ankle the other night and he got up like nothing occurred? That That's big for a 7'4 guy to have something like that happened to you and to get up and run. He ran on the other court like nothing happened. Um, yeah, I think his ceiling is a top five power forward to ever take a breath. Uh, you know those guys over at San Antonio are going to do their due diligence as far as the front office goes and surrounding him with talent. Jeremy Shohan, I do not believe that you should be playing point guard right now for them. I do feel like you should be on the roster around Victor Wimiyama. However, I do think you're being misused, which is causing... Um, you know, the decline of the team. Uh, I do think they need to retool possibly at that point guard position. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they're going to build through the draft, right? They're going to have a lottery pick. Um, and, and if Victor gets some guys that could get him, you know, an easy six to six to 10 points just off of running the floor and off of being a floor general and knowing where Victor's at. Yeah. He's probably going to make that leap in the next year, possibly, you know, 25 and 10 guy off the second year just off of the, all the things that I mentioned because he's he's just that special, bro. Yeah, I agree. But all right. Well, let's get right into real talk. Look, I don't know about you, but I like my hoops unfiltered, especially if it's about that Miami Heat. Heat Nation stand up here. If you do too, then tune in to Real Hoops. There's nothing better than hearing straight up unadulterated talk about ball and all the chaos that comes with it. You can go find Real Hoops on all podcast platforms. Go enjoy and run it up for your boy. You're... I'm going to just go ahead and just let you just go in with Real Talk. But this one is a special one because this is actually a personal Real Talk. So in this, in this episode's of Real Talk, how would Rilla do as a professional athlete if he were to make it to any league? It doesn't even matter if it was the NBA. It could be the NFL. It could be it could be any league you want. 
But how would Rilla do, or how would he think he would do as a professional athlete? Um, as a professional athlete, that, that's a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, first off, I want to let you know I usually had the topics beforehand. My boy can't surprise me. I had zero clue or zero knowledge of what's going on. I'm going off a straight dome, off the pause. I'm going off top of the dome, pause again. Um, how would I do as a professional athlete? We're going to stick to hoops because that's why you're here, to talk, here is talk hoops. Me as a professional athlete, uh... Cam firsthand knows how competitive I am. I think I'll be uber competitive. I think I'll be supremely locked in. As y'all tuned in, y'all see I know how to elocute myself properly and speak to the press properly. Uh, but I think I'll also I'll be somewhat. What do you give me, Cam? Maybe a swing. I think I'll be like a nice four man, six eight, six nine. If I could pick my body, I'll be like six eight, six nine. Mm-hmm. Get down there in the pose, do what I need to do. Be a mean, nasty street, kind of like a Charles Oakley with skill is what I would give myself. Knocking a couple guys loose off the head. You know, if I was a guy and I was in the league and we're playing Golden State, I'm swinging on Draymond Green first. That's the type of guy I would be, for sure. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I ain't letting you do all that. Yeah, we coming straight down the court. Get a ball right quick. Oh, my bad, bro. My ball. Oh, yeah. We doing the Metal World Peace for you. Metal World Peace when OKC was in... uh, uh, (laughs) When James Harden was at OKC, yeah. Oh, my God, my bow is crazy. Mm. But that's the type of guy I would be for my team, you know. But I'm still going to get out there, give you the, you know, bop, bop, 15, 20. I, I don't know about being generational because that's very, yeah. I don't know about being generational. I think I'd get down there, get boards, give you a solid 15 and 18 a night, you know, anywhere from 8 to 12 boards a night and contribute to winning right away. Off the court. Let's get to the shenanigans. Let's get to the shenanigans. Y'all be ignorant. Y'all be ignorant ass nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? You guys. I'm sorry to say your name, brother. But Zaya, let me talk to you. you. You're messing the game up, man. You know what you gotta do to these shorties? I'm trying to rock with you. This NBA, though. <laughs> they say this NBA, though. Yeah, you got to get signed. Hey, listen, I need your name on the line if you're trying to get wine and dine. Send you that NBA. How much? And I'm getting ready for the next game, shorty. You know, that's how we living. For for your first, you know, eight to ten tricking years, you settle down, find you a nice wife. If you, if you add you know, in, I, I calm down let's just say you add in, and I get into my wokeness. Steph you know? Curry numbers, like $268 million for four years. <laughs> you add in that to the mix. Ignit. Not ignorant. Ignit. How you spell ignit? I-G-N-A-N-T. Ignit. Ignit. Especially you give me to a no tax state like a Texas, where I'm playing for the Spurs, the Rockets, or the Mavericks, or I'm playing for the Heat or the or or the, or the Magic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ignorant. You hear me? Going to club acting ignorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna have my blicky on me. I ain't gonna crash out like you, John. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm a blicky. Ignorant though. Ignorant. Till I'm about 28, you know, 29 ish. Then I'm gonna slow down. If I get that contract, I'm gonna put my ignorance privately, but it's still gonna be ignorant. <laughs> yeah, ignorant. You feel me? But yeah, that would be me. Yeah, that would be me. That yeah, that would be crazy money though. That would be crazy money. I don't know. I think that's a good way to end it. That's about as real as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. Because if you give me two hundred and sixty million dollars, <laughs> bro, 
Ignorant might not be the word that you would use the way how I'm going to be. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. But let's go ahead and just end it right there. This is Real Hoops. Of course, uh, you know, follow us on all social media, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Twitter, wherever you can find us. Obviously, you can get your podcast anywhere you get them. But most importantly, stream, like, subscribe on YouTube, on SoundCloud, Apple, on Google Podcasts, wherever you want to get it. Stitcher, it doesn't even matter. Just go on your phone, just put in Real Hoops, or go to our social media pages and just click the link and subscribe. And you'll have everything in front of you right there. But nevertheless, this is Cam coming to you with another, well, with the first moderation of Real Hoops. And obviously, you have Rilla here giving you Real Hoops every single week, every Friday. Coming at your dome. We'll see you next week. Peace. I hear. It's Tamarilla, baby.